Okay. Of my tea. Oh, the tea's hot today. <sighs> this is going to be a good episode. Hello, besties. Hi, queen. <laughs> we couldn't decide between hello, besties, and hi, queen. So today you're our bestie and, and you're a queen. Yeah, you're both. <laughs> Lucky you. Short disclaimer. Yes. Um, short disclaimer. This episode is going to be about girls, girls. And if you don't know what that is, I guess that's a little bit more of a modern term. It's someone who is for the girls. Um, you know, girls supporting girls, women supporting women, that type of thing. I mean, just a girl who sees women as equals and not as someone who's lower than them. Me and Julia are going to be talking about our experiences with girls, girls, and with girls who maybe aren't girls, girls. But no matter what, this is not us attempting to narc or diss on anybody who does not fit into these descriptions or people who we are describing that maybe gave us negative experiences. No matter what, we support you and we love you and we're not trying to make fun or diss on anyone. Yeah, like in the intro, we talked about how we want our target audience to sort of be teenage girls and we don't want to come on in the first episode and be like, we actually hate teenage girls because that's not what's happening right now. Okay. Let's now now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> let's get started. Julia, can you explain to us what is a girl's girl to you? A girl's girl to me, and this is a term that I recently have started using because I feel like I can take responsibility and admit that I am in the wrong sometimes, that I was not always a girl's girl. But recently I have rediscovered the term girl's girl and I feel like I've become one in the last six months. And a girl's girl to me is not just someone who's carrying around a tampon, but someone who's actually there for me at the root and actually cares how I'm doing and shows up for me and makes time for me and sees me as equal and isn't competitive with me and isn't someone who sees themselves as above me or better than me or not as good as me, just sees me as an equal and someone who is on the same playing field as them. What about you? What is a girl's girl to you? And what does a girl's girl mean? Really? I actually wrote a little definition. A girl's girl defined by Maggie. Okay. A girl's girl is a girl who supports women no matter what. She tries her best every day to reject society's standards of what women should be and practices acceptance for every girl and woman she knows. And to sum it up, a girl's girl is not viewing other women as her competition or as somebody that she should fear or see as a threat, but a girl's girl acknowledges that every woman deserves love and to be supported and to be protected and to be cared for because obviously we know a lot of people in this society have it against us. And instead we band together and protect and support each other as girls. We don't revolve our entire lives around men because male gaze. At the end of the day, the male gaze is only damaging. So that's my definition of a girl's girl. Maggie, another question for you. What isn't a girl's girl? What is something where is a just standing, sticking out sign that, you know what? I can tell that this girl maybe isn't a girl's girl, even from just meeting them that day or for knowing them for years. You realize this girl is probably not a girl's girl. She's not for the girls. I think a lot of times when girls aren't girls or honestly most times it's not their fault first of all it's them craving male validation honestly yeah the root of it is male validation so a lot of times when girls 
are not girls, girls, and how I can tell is if no matter what their significant other, but especially their boyfriend does to them or treat how, how he treats them, no matter how, what he does, especially if he's not a good person, she still stays and she revolves her life around her boyfriend. Me and Maggie know a lot a lot, a lot. And I'm not saying like, oh, little girls like this. Yeah. And I'm not saying like, <laughs> oh, little problems, you know. I actually used to be that girl, fun yeah. fact. But like, I'm not saying like, oh, like little problem. I'm talking like they're with a guy who treats them like shit, but they still revolve their life around them and ignore their friends and and leave their friends for their boyfriends. That's they're consumed big... by the male gaze. And no, no like... matter what happens, it's like, oh, if he leaves or if I don't have him, like, What's the point of life anymore? I don't have him. Like, I don't have an identity. So like, that's a big part of it. And I would say also a girl's girl is not a girl that wants to compete with women in every way possible. A girl's girl is not a girl who makes everything about themselves being better. A girl's girl does not get offended or feel threatened by other girls succeeding a girl's girl loves to see other women succeed and lives for that shit pro tip if you are currently trying to be a girl's girl or if you already are one this is a little tip if a girl ever decides to insult you or say something to you that makes you feel uncomfortable and makes you feel like you're less than them or just maybe compliments you in a passive aggressive way and you know the kind of thing that i'm talking about don't stoop down to their level. If you stoop down to their level and you say something back that's going to make them feel insecure or that's sort of in the same tone that they said it in, don't do that because then you're just as bad as them. And the best thing to do in that situation most of the time is to just say thank you and, and own also, it. And also, it's an endless cycle. If a girl compliments you passive aggressively and you just come back with so much kindness and love maybe you can end their cycle and turn them into a girl's girl. Exactly. So Julia. Hi. I'm wondering, how does being a girl's girl in your life affect your friendship? So when you're a girl's girl, what type of relationships with other girls do you attract? How are your friendships now versus when you weren't a girl's girl? I would say that now I like being around girls who see me as equal that's super duper important to me and who aren't competitive with me and whose only substance and only reason for living is the male gaze how many guys they're snapping how many dates they're going on what is their boyfriend doing you know they're not gonna make time for me based on their boyfriend's schedule or what dates that they're going on etc etc someone who's like oh okay I was supposed to hang out or like I might have hung out with my boyfriend that day but are things more important? You know, some stuff like little things like that. I'm not saying that they have to put me above their boyfriend, but they shouldn't revolve their life around their boyfriend or boys in general. Also parties, also, you know, other things in their life. It doesn't have to just be boys. It could be other things, but they treat me as someone who is a priority to them. Does that make sense? A hundred percent. It's like, the worst thing is when it's like someone who you think is your best friend or you think is really close to you and they're like, oh, sorry, I'm actually hanging out with my boyfriend this entire week and I'll have to get back to you on when I'm free next. Yeah. It's like, 
it's like and it also it just makes me really sad because it's like a lot of the times okay this is gonna sound so negative like another disclaimer like we're not trying to be debbie downers but it's just kind of like the truth about men a lot of times these girls give their boyfriends so much and they're not receiving it's not your fault guys but like, it's not your fault it's not your fault that you want to do this but a lot of times these girls are giving their boyfriends so much and they're not receiving anything back they're like draining themselves dry to the bone when they could be receiving Black all of this sucker pain fucker bleeding me dry like a goddamn vampire Shout out Olivia Rodrigo. Stream vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. (laughs) (laughs) But like they could be receiving this attention, love, and care back from their friends. It's like we're right here, babe. Yeah, we're right. We're here to help you. And it's you can tell too when a girl is becoming. Sometimes it's a slow thing that happens. It's a gradual thing that happens. And sometimes it happens, you know, really fast. A girl gets into a relationship, boom, switch. Her whole social media boyfriend. All of her TikTok boyfriend, her Pinterest boys boyfriend. She's what is even she do- her Visco? Yeah, what is she doing today? She's hanging out with her boyfriend. Everything that she's doing, everything she's wearing, everything the way that she gets her nails done, her hair done, the way that she acts, it's all revolving around the boy. And this doesn't have to go for a boyfriend. This could be someone that she's talking to also. When her friends are there to help her and support her and be friends with her and love her, you know, maybe even sometimes more than the boy ever could. It's like, babe, we're right in front of you, and she doesn't, and girls don't see that. I feel bad for these girls. Well, it's like a lot of times when girls are with their boyfriends, they are in, like, a haze. Like, they're brainwashed. Like, they're wearing, like, these rose-colored glasses. And if you're on the outside looking in, if you have a friend like this, you don't know what it's like. Don't also don't hate on don't your hate friend. them. That's only gonna make it worse because it's not their fault. It's really not, and they don't know it yet. But they'll they'll figure it out. I used to be that girl. I will say, and it's not something that I am proud of, but it's something that I will admit to and take responsibility for. But that period of my life, I threw away a lot of good friendships that I could have had because I was wearing those rose-colored glasses. So I encourage anyone listening to this who feels like maybe they relate to this or maybe they're guilty of this, maybe just take off that rose-colored glasses for a moment, put some of that relationship on pause, that toxic relationship, and start to hang out with some other people, maybe even just your mom or your dog. Literally. Yeah. Like like go outside and s- just take a deep breath <laughs> and like talk to the freaking clouds. Like I do that all the time. I literally go outside and I'm like, universe, like I need help. Like I, this is what's on my mind. And it sounds silly, but like going outside, going for a walk, taking a deep breath, just talking to yourself or your God or universe or your higher power, whatever you believe in, is so liberating. But it's silly. It's so silly how little of us do it. How there are so many of us who don't advocate for ourselves anymore. We just sit in our rooms on our phone, snapping guys. And this is one type of girls of girls who are not girls' girls. Girls who are guys' girls aren't just girls who have boyfriends. This goes for the other side where, especially the competitive side, who are single girl guys' girls. And these girls, you can tell, 
when they have so many guys in their snaps and so many dates and it all revolves around these guys and they act so competitive with you because they see you as a threat because the only thing on their mind is guys, is men. And I've been around these type of girls and they will say passive aggressive things to me, put me down, um, say things that are seem nice, but really just aren't. And it's because they're competing with me and I don't want to compete with them. I just want to be friends with you. I just want to talk to you. I don't really like, care. let's go swimming. Yes. Let's, let's go, go golfing. Like, tell them to bring the yacht out. Yes. Like, like, like babe, I want to show you how worthy you are of like healthy relationships, healthy friendships. Like, they can't see that. And there's again, more to life. Again, there, yeah, there's more to life. And what I was going to bring up as well um, is like the opposite of a single guy's girl is like honestly just fucking liberation. Like it's just being free <laughs> because I feel like when you're a guy's girl single or in a relationship, you're like wearing these chains around your ankles and around your wrists and around your neck. And they're connected to like every single man ever and the male gaze and the patriarchy. And when you let go of being a guy's girl, I'm Knup. Barbie movie shout out. Love it. Anyways, when you let go, when you cut these chains with steel cutters, you are free. When you say, I'm no longer a guy's girl, I'm a girl's girl, you take on your true form. Because as women and as girls, we don't have to live and perform and breathe for men. You can wake up and wear whatever you want, do your makeup however you want. You can single and you don't have to be hooking up with people you can wear guys clothes you can wear girls clothes you can play whatever sport you want you can be emotional you can have opinions you don't have to shave your armpits or your legs you can eat whatever the hell you You want you can go on dates you can go as on on as many dates as you want you can hook up with any guy you want or a girl for that matter you can do whatever you want and none of it has to be for a man. And that is when you find freedom. Yeah. Thank you, you. Yes. That was honestly really good, Maggie. That was amazing. You don't have to do everything for a guy. You need to do it for you. If that's what you want to do is be only for men and only please men and you're doing that for you, then, then go then go right Get ahead. It, like- yeah. <laughs> Who are we to talk shit on that, you know? Um, but at the same time, Do it what you want to do, but don't be mean to others on your way to doing whatever it is that you want to do, whether that's get with this guy, go on dates with this guy, become, you know, this girl for these guys. Don't hurt people and put other girls down in the process of that because there's no reason for that. We're all, we're all here to support each other. I like to live by is when every single morning, morning, when you wake up, make it your intention to lead your life with love. And after you do that, every decision you make, Mm -hmm. boom, it's for you. It's for the greater good of everybody you come in contact with. Yes, exactly. And don't take anything personal either. If a girl is trying to be competitive with you- (sighs) Four agreements. Yep. If a girl is trying to be competitive with you or a guy says something 
rude to you, says something about your attitude, or says something about what you're wearing, or makes a comment, just smile and say thank you. I promise that will piss them off the most because it's, it's not, not getting you. to you. It's and not also, getting to you. Don't let it get to you because it's not about you. It's about them. It is about them. Thank you. Yes. How does people who aren't girls' girls affect your life versus how people who are girls' girls affect your life? And how do you like feel a difference? Like when you hang out with a girl's girl, how do you feel when you're hanging out with her? How do you feel when you come home versus how do you feel when you come in contact with a guy's girl, when you're at school, at work, or, you know, maybe you hung out with one of them and you come home. How do you feel? What's the difference? How do you know the difference? Personally, most of my friends are girls' girls. I mean, like, 99.9% of them and if they're not I'm not very close with them but when I'm around a girl's girl I feel like I'm saying that word so much girl's girl I feel like I can say and do and be whoever I want whoever I am at that moment especially with you (laughs) and with but like even with my other best friends like I just feel like when you're around a girl's girl, you can bring up anything. You can be like, hey, I'm having really bad issues with my period. Like, and you might think that something you're saying is gross, but it's not. It never is. Mm-mm. Or, you know, I'm having this issue with this. and uh, Or is this weird to say to this guy? Or is this weird to text to this girl? Or, oh my God, like I'm feeling really depressed. Or I'm feeling immense amount of guilt. Or And there's no judgment there. I'm dealing with my sexuality and I think I might be gay or whatever. And nothing, it's the most freeing feeling, nothing you say is too much. It's like anything you say is like, oh, okay. Like, how can I like make this better for you? Or like, how can I support you in that? And also, your friendship doesn't revolve around guys. Like when I'm with my friends who are girls, girls, we're not sitting there showing each other each other's rosters. Like, oh my God, like, let's go have a two man. But, and if that's what you want to do, if you want to go hang out with a guy with your girlfriend, like, fine, go do that because I support you and that's fine. But like, when it just revolves around your friendship, that's the best. But when you're around a guy's girl, I mean, I'm not around them often because my friends are either girls, girls, or they're gay and they're not thinking about guys. But when I'm around guys, girl, it's just like, I feel like I have to hide. The I, feel, core. I feel judged. I feel judged, personally. number one, but I feel like I have to hide the core of my being. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that comes out is the side of me that is molded and shape-shifted and tucked together and rolled up in this perfect little ball that can fit right in to the standards that men have set for women. And it sucks. It does. I personally can talk about both sides of the spectrum, being in a friend group with only guys, girls, versus now having and only letting in my life friendships that I feel support me and love me and take care of me and only making time for those in my life because time is really valuable to me. 
my time is so valuable and who I spend it with is so valuable. And I don't ever want anyone to take advantage of my time or take advantage of me again. Because if you're not worth my time, then I'm sorry, but you're not going to hang out with me. That's it. That's just that. And the people that I've surrounded myself with now are girls, girls. And this goes for Maggie, of course. When I talk to her, I feel Mm. supported. I feel loved. Mm. I feel whole. And I feel like I can talk to her about anything. Mm. And I'm not going to be judged. It's a very freeing and wholesome experience because I don't feel like I have to put myself in that box or put myself in that mold or be someone who I'm not or just be fake. You know, I don't want to be fake. I want to be myself. And then when I get home from being myself or when I get home from a long day of hanging out with Maggie, I'm like, okay, like now I get to spend time with myself. I feel complete. I don't feel alone. I just feel complete and whole and I am excited to spend like time with myself. Your cup is like overflowing. My, yes, my and cup is you full. Have, you have lots of liquid. Yeah, you Sorry. have lots of love. You have maybe not <laughs> liquid. <laughs> I was like, I'm just thinking about a cup with liquid. But you have lots to give to everybody else in your life because fulfilling female friendships refill each other's cups. I promise you, good female friendships will make your like will make or break your life. Like it will change your life. When you have a good female friendship, you don't need a lot, guys. Quality over quantity. You do not need, this goes, this is something that non-girls girls happens a lot. This isn't even something that guys girls, like you could be a girl's girl, but in the wrong, you're hanging out with the wrong type of girls. Like girls who hang out with a lot of girls but aren't close to any of them. They just like having a lot of friends and a, and a big group of friends that they can do stuff with. Friend group culture, people who have a big friend group and do everything with that friend group and their group chat and everything revolves around this friend group. Friend groups can be really, really good and really, really healthy, but there is also a toxic side to friend groups. If you are um, in a friend group with a lot of girls and you're not really close to any of them and you don't feel like you can really call them or talk to them and tell them about all your problems or you're just maybe close to one of those girls in the friend group but it's kind of awkward around the other girls who you're not that close to like there's just some messy things that can go on trust me when I tell you this if you cut that out and you find female friendships that fill you to the top without needing any other side acquaintances or side friend groups that fill other things and this and that you only need one cup babe like you only need one female friendship that can fill you up and once you have that you only need one Britta yes it will change your life like I'm serious like it will make you feel supported it will make you feel like you have a sister someone you can talk to someone you can rely on someone you can call when you need it I've been in situations where I have to call Maggie to come pick me up and she just does it And when you have a friend like that, it gets rid of a lot of anxiety and stress and you just feel better. You just feel this like immense amount of love and support always. Like even when you're not talking to your best friends, you're just like, oh my God, like my friends are amazing. Yeah. And then if a guy ever tries to take that from you, if he's like, oh, okay, like, well, can we do something tonight? You're like, oh, sorry, I have plans with 
I have plans with my best friend. They're like, well, can't you just do it with another day? No, and I can't. Like, and then you re- finally realize, um, no, this is what, this is what means the most. And this is what is the most valuable. And this, this is where I make these core memories. Julia, yes. question for you. Yes. Since coming to the girls' girl side, <laughs> switching sides, <clears throat> switching sides, which we'll talk about later. Um, <laughs> yeah, we will talk about that. But how has becoming a girls' girl, taking on this life, taking on this mindset, positively impacted your mental health? What changes have you seen? Have you felt like you found more freedom, peace, love, confidence, happiness? Personally, for me, when I, I, I've been in a lot of friend groups, um, my entire life in middle school and in my beginning stages of high school. And I had a lot of fun times with these people. I'm not trying to, you know, say bad things about any of these people. Um, not that they're listening. However, when I would hang out with these friend groups, when I would get home, I would still feel like there was something missing. I still had this hole in my heart. You know, when you're hanging out with your friends all day and you come home and you get that heavy feeling like someone's standing on your chest and you're just like, something isn't right. I just, I feel alone still. I just have this weird dark cloud on me. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it but I just feel sad. And you convince yourself that, well, it's because I was with my friends all day and the minute I'm not with them, that's why I feel sad. No, that's not why. It's because you're hanging out with the wrong people. It's because you are hanging out with people who aren't making you feel complete. Because when you're hanging out with people that make you feel complete, you get home and you feel happy. And you you do your skincare routine, you shower, you get ready for bed, you watch your favorite show, and then you go to sleep with a smile on your face. And then you wake up, and you feel rejuvenated. You do it all over again. And then you do it all over again. Hanging out with these friend groups while I was hanging out with them, I was like, I don't want to be here. They're making me unhappy. They're being mean to me. They don't like me. They don't care about me. They don't, they do not care about my well-being or how I feel right now or how this is making me feel or how what these people are doing are making me feel. They do not care a single bit about what they are doing and how it is making me feel. So I'm just gonna not be friends with them. That's when I decided to make that switch. And it was a very hard, but also very good decision when I decided to leave these friend groups because then I found people who care about me and who care about my well-being and who want to be with me and want to spend time with me. And it was strange at first. I'm like, wait, you actually you want to go to Laguna and spend the entire day with me? Which is what me and Maggie did yesterday. That's what we do all the time. That's what we do all the time. It's like our, yeah, it's like our place. Um, and she was like, yeah, dude, I'm down. And it's just like, okay. And I, you know what I mean? And it's like, I go home and I feel happier than ever. And I just feel like that switch really transformed and changed my life for the better. And I encourage girls who are listening to this who feel like they are missing something or there's a hole or people if while you're hanging out with them after you're hanging out with them and before you go to hang out with them if you're having anxiety in one of those three aspects past present or future 
then you need to leave. You need to find a door and you need to walk out of it because I promise you, you will find people that care about you. And if you're in a situation where people aren't caring about you, that you spend every single day with, then babe, you're hanging out with the wrong people. Like I promise you, you will feel better if you can leave. Just make that jump. I know it's scary, but you will feel better. I promise. 100%. As, you know, seamless as it is to think about, I was in this shitty friend group, I let go of it, and now I'm happy. In the moment, letting go of your guys girl ways, letting go of your guys girl friends, letting go of your guys girl life, that shit is number one, terrifying, and number two, hard. And to do that, you have to make a lot of sacrifices. You have to say, I'm letting go of this part of myself. I'm letting go of these friends. I'm letting go of this boyfriend. And it feels like you're there's something dying almost. It Julia, does. It what feels sacrifices a lot like did you have to make in order to get to the place where you are now? Friendship breakups is going to have to be a whole other episode because trust me when me and Maggie tell you friendship breakups are 10 times harder than boyfriend breakups. We'll tell you that right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Me and Maggie can both agree on that. Um, so we won't be getting- I bet into, my money on that shit. Yeah, we won't be getting into that too much, friendship breakups and breakups. But letting go, the topic of, on the topic of letting go, that is really, really hard to do. And it's really hard to execute too, because the idea will flow around in your head for a while before you actually do it. You'll think about it, but then you'll push that thought out of your mind and you'll be like, no, it's too scary. I'm not doing it. Maybe- this maybe this is your chance if you're listening to this and if you've made it this far let me and Maggie tell you that maybe don't put your push that thought out of your head maybe let it in and let it simmer in there and think about hmm well obviously if this thought came into my head what made it come to my head and let me just let that thought in for a second ponder it and wonder if this is what I want because maybe it is. And I can promise you that it will make a lot of difference and a lot of change. And change is really hard and really scary because we like to be comfortable as humans. But what Maggie told me actually right after I got my very first job and I was really scared to work at it because I had never had a job before, she told me, Juliet, a lot of things in your life are going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be really uncomfortable in a lot of parts of your life. But when you're uncomfortable, that's when you know that change is coming. And if we're always comfortable, then we're never going to do anything and we're never going to be anything if we don't put ourselves in these uncomfortable positions and allow ourselves to change and grow. If you're not uncomfortable and you don't put yourself in these uncomfortable positions, then you're not going to let your life take you in all of these different directions that it needs to go in. Comfort doesn't get you anywhere. Comfort comfort doesn't get you anywhere. If you have the same friends, the same friend group, and the same boyfriend, and the same thing, living the same day over and over and over again, or, you know, especially with people who don't care about you, then you're never going to see change and you're never going to know what's actually out there. You might not ever meet your soulmate twin flame bestie. You're never going to meet your Maggie and you're never going to have... A podcast with your best friend and you could <laughs> so that's what I'm saying is 
I think taking that jump and understanding that change is good in a lot of aspects and a lot of aspects that you made that jump in, just know that it's going to be okay, but it's going to take some time. But it's not an instant process. It can be a slower process. But that's okay because it's okay to be uncomfortable and it's okay to not sit in comfort. Maggie. Yes. I have a question for you. A lot of people are confused by our friendship because you are queer. And a lot of people like to make jokes or think that we are dating just because we're friends. And can you explain not only how that makes you feel, but how it makes you feel when girls, girls don't, or or guys, girls, or non-girls, girls say stuff about you being gay in a condescending or, you know, way that maybe isn't so nice, maybe is passive aggressive. How does that make you feel? Well, yes, guys, I am gay. Um... (laughs) But over and over again, time and time again, I get comments like, are you sure you're not straight? Mm. Bruh. Because I have thought I was lesbian. I thought I was bi. I thought I was straight. I thought I was every sexuality under the sun because it's confusing and it's a spectrum and it's fluid, right? And any girl I've ever been super close with platonically, I've been accused of dating. Here's the thing. When guys and girls see a girl that is not interested in men or is not revolving what they are doing around men and is romantically and sexually attracted to the same gender, they get really offended. And also, they don't understand. They take it personally, guys. Because they think it's about them. And I feel like other women sometimes, especially straight women, get offended by that. And in turn, they accuse gay women of liking them because they're like, oh my God, if you like women, you must like me because how they live is, well, I like men. So I'm going for anything I, any guy that gives me attention, Mm. but it's not the same thing. So when I get comments like that, I mean, I've dealt with a handful of helmet phobia throughout my life, um, some scary stuff and some just immature stuff. Of course, it makes me upset. I'm not going to say it doesn't, but I feel bad because I don't expect women who are straight to be gay. Okay. But I feel bad because they will never understand the experience that it is to be loved by a woman. Because when you are in that relationship, there aren't these expectations or roles. You don't have to play small or dumb or submissive or perfect. It's like this deeper connection. And I think that women see this and get really upset or offended and then think, oh, you're dating your best friend or you're into me because I just think a lot of people don't understand that you can be gay and not like every woman you see. Because I know a lot of girls who are straight and it's like every guy is a romantic interest. Every guy is seen as a potential hookup or potential potential date or a potential lover. And I don't see women like that. I 
as a straight woman, had a gay best friend that was a guy, no one would say anything. Oh, my God. If we went to a party together, no one would care because he's a guy. And there goes male gays again. And not to, you know, put down gay men, but they have a little bit of an upper hand when they're friends with straight women because it seems more normal. A straight girl's hanging out with a guy. Because they have a common interest. Yes, because they have a common interest. And that's completely ignorant for people to think nothing of a straight woman and a gay man, but to suspect stuff of a straight woman and a gay woman. Just because that Maggie is queer doesn't mean that we're dating. That has it, it doesn't mean that at all. Because Maggie's a normal person and she likes what she likes and that's completely fine. And she can have friends and with people that she that with the same gender that she's interested in. Because I'm interested romantically in men. If I had a guy friend who is just a friend, that's completely fine. No one would say anything. But why when two women are friends and one of them is queer and one of them isn't, it's a problem. Why All of a sudden, I'm a predator. Yes. What? Like, that doesn't make any sense. That's not right. That's not fair. And it's because of the male gaze. It's because... Male gaze, male gaze, male gaze, male gaze. I'll say it again and again yes. and again. It- but I think that because I'm queer, our friendship, there's no no competition exists between us. Not nope. one ounce. And that's the most beautiful thing because I'm not, I don't see you as a threat. And it's not women's fault that we get pinned against each other, especially women who love men. They're not a threat, guys. Yeah. Maggie, I don't see her as a threat. I know she's not going for the guys that I'm going for. So therefore, that's what makes us best friends. But the thing is, is that if I was straight... <laughs> We, I still want to see you as a threat. Okay. So being competitive versus being supportive. We've talked about a lot about what does it mean to not be a girl's girl and how we don't like that. But how can you make this switch? Because you're going to become encounter with a lot of guys, girls in your life and non-girls, girls in your life, whether you like it or not. This doesn't just go for who you choose to let in your life and who you choose to be friends with, but this could be girls at work. This could be girls at school. Sometimes you can't always just remove people out of your life. This could be your sister, you know? This could be just people who you have to sort of be around and how can you maybe change that relationship with that other woman who is maybe not making you feel the best and how can you do your part. I think it's a lot about ego. I mean, as women, like, again, like I said, society wants to pin us against each other. It's just how it is. I think it's letting go of your ego that you're this part of us that feels threatened, that feels the need for competition, the need for validation, the need to strive It's to let go of that part. And obviously we all have an ego. It's never going to be fully gone. But when you let go, when you realize it's all about us supporting and loving each other, you realize that I can do good and she can do good and we can both do good together. If one person out of 
that how many people are on this earth? Seven billion. So if one person out of the seven billion people in this world succeeds, our earth is unsuccessful. Just saying. And we're all competitive and we all want to be more successful than other people. But if out of seven billion people were supported and loved and accepted, and if 7 billion of those 7 billion people rose up and succeeded and supported each other and said, hey, I see you, you're doing good and I can do good and we can exist and all be good and successful together, there would be peace on earth. So I think it's about letting go of that ego, watching your friends get the guy they want, get the girl they want, get the job they want, get the clothes they want, get the body they want, get the skin they want, get the relationships they want, and saying, hey, that's amazing for you. I want you to be happy and to succeed. And while you do that, I can do the same thing. We can exist together in that. I think for me, that's the process. And it's not always easy. I get jealous. I get jealous of when when Julie when when Julie is working more than me in a week, she'll be like, oh, I have five shifts this week. How about you? And I'm like, holy shit. You're going to be making more money than me. What the hell? And then I'm going to be bored and you're not going to be able to hang out with me. Oh my God. And then I check myself and I'm like, bro, she's going to have a fat paycheck, meaning we can go out for lunch and she can cover me and I'll get her next time. (laughs) Literally. And that sounds selfish, but it's not. It's not. It's like, she's going to get a fat paycheck and she's going to be able to get those concert tickets that she wants. She's going to get a fat paycheck And she's going to be able to go thrifting and get everything in that savers if she wanted to. And I'm going to watch her on the sidelines and say, yes, girl, you go. Because what about next week? I'll get five shifts. And when I'm alone and she's at work, as hard as it is sometimes, when somebody has something you want, you can just say, hey, that's great. I'm inspired. Instead of I'm jealous or I'm envious. And also, don't take it out on the other girl if you are jealous. If you are jealous of another girl, don't be mean to them. Don't take it out of them on them because it's about you. It's not about... It's always about us. It's about it, the way we're feeling. Yes. We take it out on the people. And I was in a friendship with this girl for like two years. And not going to lie, I was so jealous of her because... Her family was a lot richer than mine. She had all the clothes I wanted and I thought she was so much prettier than me. And I was in this ego space. I was like, she works so much. She has so much money. Like she goes on all these fun trips. Like she, she has his own life and she doesn't need me. And so I need to be better than her. And I was so passive aggressive and it ended in us not being friends anymore. I'm not saying it's fully my fault, but like, This jealousy is never productive. And when it comes into your mind, it's like, don't say, hey, get the fuck out of here. It's like, I see you and that's valid, but how can we turn this into supportiveness? How can we turn this into inspiration rather than jealousy? Yes. And going back onto the topic of being a girl's girl and being a good friend and not only having good friends because to have good friends you have to be a friend and and that's a whole separate episode yeah um however i think that it is really important to 
do what Maggie says and cheer on your best friends. Say that your your best friend has a healthy relationship with a boy and you look at them and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so lonely. Like, I just, I want a boyfriend. Like, oh my God, I'm so jealous of her. And maybe you start being a little bit mean to her and, you know, taking it out on her and things like that because you're jealous of her. Or maybe she has a cooler job than you or a cooler car than you, or she's doing something that is making you feel less than her, but you're not, but you're not, you're not less than her and don't take it out on her and don't be mean to her because you really should be sitting there cheering her on and be like, oh my gosh, I am just so filled with love and happy for my friend. And it is okay to feel jealous. It is okay to feel envious. Try not to take it out on her, especially if it's your best friend. You don't want to ruin a friendship because of that. Cheer her on and be like, I am so happy for you. I am so happy that you got the car that you wanted, that you got the boyfriend that you wanted. And I hope one day I'll get that too, you know? And one day you will get that too. But maybe it just wasn't in the cards for you today. And that's okay. We all can't be in the spotlight at the same time. I completely agree. And the competitiveness has to stop, you guys. They, boys like to put us against each other and like us to compete for each other. And it's tearing us apart. Like imagine as women, if we all came together and support each other and cheered each other on, like it'd be so powerful because we already are. It is just such an empowering feeling to let the competitive part of yourself go and stop taking it personally. Because once you do that, then you're just going to feel so much better. Yeah. Julia. If you could tell girls listening who have or are struggling with this girls, girl, guys, girl thing, if you could tell them one encouraging message, one message that is filled with love and this girls, girl essence, what would you say? I would just remember that you can't control whether or not the other girls in your life are girls, girls or not, but you can control whether you're a girls, girl or not. And I think that it is important to remember, support women and to not compete with them and be happy for them and support them and love them and take care of them, even if it doesn't benefit you. And even if they're not reciprocating back, just when you put good out in the world, it will come back to you. But also don't let them take advantage of you and don't let them in your life if you don't have to. But just be a girl's girl and just do it out of the goodness of your own heart without expecting anything in return. Facts. And And once you do that, you're going to make peace with that because you know you did everything you can and you're doing the best that you, you can be. And you're being a girl's girl and you're doing your part and you're supporting women. And that's all you can do. And at the end of the day, you're doing the best you can. This life is not meant to be a competition or a race you have all the time in the world and I am so proud of you and you deserve so much love in the most fulfilling relationships and friendships and there's so much power behind being a woman behind supporting other women behind coming together with feminine energy and I hope you find that empowerment. I hope you find that love. I hope you have that love in your life because you deserve it. How does social media affect 
being a girl's girl and how does social media play a role in girls, girls in general and guys, girls, and how does social media play a role in all of this? Because that's a very modern thing. And I think it's something that needs to be talked about because way back when girls used to act like they were the prize and they weren't just get on their hands and knees for any man. They would have to buy them dinner first. They would have to act chivalrous and, you know, girls used to act like they were the prize, that they were the thing to win. And guys had to act chivalrous. They had to buy them dinner first. They had to show up and act like the girl was their prize, that they had to win her over, that they had to do everything they could to get the girl, that she was just the most amazing diamond in the rough. And now girls will beg on their hands and knees for the guys. They'll drive them around. They'll pay for their meal and they'll do things for their boyfriend and they will bend over backwards for their boyfriend. And it's like, girls, what are we doing? What's going on here? Let's just take a step back for those girls who bend over backwards for men. Like, can we just have a moment of silence for those like for those girls? I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> um, however, but the reason is because you are seeing all these other girls on social media and you are looking at all of these girls with their perfect noses and their perfect lips and their perfect waist. And you don't even know if it's real or not. And you're like, well, what if he's talking to her? What if he's doing things with her? And you're seeing people from a very obscure perspective. You're only seeing what they want to put on their social media. You're only seeing the guy that you're trying to get on their social media. Maybe he's posting pictures of him looking spicy as hell, but really he's done some really messed up things in his life. Maybe he's not the greatest person, or maybe that girl who has those perfect teeth and perfect waist and perfect body isn't the best person either we all hide behind these screens and talk shit on those people and say mean things about those people when we don't even know them. And I think we're all guilty of this. I know I'm guilty of this a hundred percent. And that isn't very girls, girls of us. And when girls, especially comment on my posts, I don't even know them or don't even have any relation to them. And they're supporting me and cheering me on that little act of kindness makes me feel better. So maybe we could transform social media from the competitiveness, from the... I'm in Italy and I look better than you Yeah, and what attention can I get from this guy and this guy and this guy? And what can I post in my private story to get responses from this guy and this guy and this guy? Maybe we can transform it to... Why don't we put down the filters? Why don't we delete Facetune? Why don't we DM a girl if we think she's pretty and say, hey, I loved your post. Like, let's get coffee sometime. Why don't we transform it into positivity? Even if you don't know her, and even if you think that she- It will make her day. Yes, and even if you think, you might be sitting behind that screen and be like, oh my God, she looks so much better than me. That's so annoying. So then transform that comment into love. Yes. See what happens, babe. And because maybe she's sitting there thinking, you have no idea what's on the other side of the screen. Maybe that same girl that you're so jealous of that you're not talking to, she's sitting on the other side of that screen contemplating whether she should take down the post or not because she's feeling insecure. And so- Take this time out of your day to be kind and to be nice because it's not normalized. Kindness is not normalized and it should be. And comment on a girl's post until you hear our next podcast. Like until next Wednesday. Yeah, until next Wednesday. Your ho- your homework is to comment on a girl's post and tell her that she looks amazing. Okay, so that's how to be a girl's girl 101. And we hope that you take this 
with a grain of salt because this is just our opinion and how we view all of this. And who knows? We might know not we might know nothing. Yeah, and, we're not certified. Yeah, we're not certified girls girls, but we like to think that we are. <laughs> and we hope that you guys can be girls girls too and just know that women should be supporting women and we love you and take care of each other and take remember, care of yourself. All, all you, you can, can do, do is, is try. try. And this is us trying. We love you. This is